0: it is a magnificent space Mm -hmm. Um, it is a state-of-the-art space Mm -hmm. the tools that the students need to learn um, to use uh, we now have the appropriate tools for them to learn
1: hi i'm kimberly mccorkle provost and senior vice president for academic affairs at east tennessee state university from the moment i arrived on this campus i have been inspired by our faculty their passion for what they do their belief in the power of higher education, and the way they are transforming the lives of their students. This podcast is dedicated to them, our incredible faculty at ETSU. Hear their stories as they tell us why I teach. In this episode, we will talk with Professor Karen Brewster, Chair of the ETSU Department of Theater and Dance. An ETSU alumna, Professor Brewster studied under the esteemed Daryl and Bud Frank while earning her undergraduate degree. She then earned an MFA in Costume Design from Michigan State University, followed by years of working in professional theater companies. After honing her talents as a professional artist, she joined the faculty at ETSU in 2000, where she now inspires students in her theater history and theatrical design courses. In 2017, Professor Brewster was named one of ETSU's notable women for her leadership, creativity, and commitment in the classroom and the community. Enjoy the show. Professor Brewster, welcome to the show. Thank you. I start my podcast with the same question for every guest. Take me back to your first day of teaching at ETSU as a faculty member. Looking back on that day, what is one piece of advice you would have given yourself?
0: That's a great question, and thank you, Provost McCorkle for uh, inviting me today. Uh, and yeah, it's to think back, it was um, August from 2000, so that's been a while ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the advice I would give myself is um, maybe trust yourself. Mm. If I'm talking to myself, trust yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, you'll be fine. And also trust the students. Uh, I have learned that trusting the students is, is really an
1: important aspect yeah. to remember. That's wonderful. So at ETSU, as you know, we place a premium on getting hands-on experiences for students. You, like so many others in your department, bring real-world experiences to the classroom. Tell us how that shapes the way that you teach.
0: It's everything we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything we do is hands-on. Um, our, we have, uh, as you know, the, our residence currently is in the Bach Theater there in the Martin Center for the Arts. And yeah. uh, so it's, it's essential for us, the hands-on thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it really is what we're all about.
1: And I'm certain that those hands-on experiences enhance their learning, prepare them for the what's next, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And as you mentioned in the intro, I had worked in professional theater for years before I came to ETSU, and I'm very happy to be here. Um, and most of the people who work on the faculty and staff in our Department of Theater and Dance uh, have done substantial professional work outside. Yeah. Uh, and so it's that our experiences are Mm hands-on and so we bring that hands-on perspective to the classroom and to those laboratories that we work in.
1: Yeah so congratulations are in order to the Department of Theater and Dance. All of your theatrical performances sold out last year. Audiences enjoyed the performances in the Burt Seebach Theater and the New Martin Center for the Arts which you just mentioned. How has the space at the Martin Center transformed the educational experience for our students and also for our community?
0: It is impossible to overstate this. Mm -hmm. It is a magnificent space. Um, It is a state-of-the-art space. The tools that the students need to learn um, to use, uh, we now have the appropriate tools for them to learn uh, with. Um, and so they are working in a state-of-the-art facility, and so they'll be ready because they're working in this space to go out and work in any, any place that they yeah. end up working in. Um, often I give tours of the facility mm-hmm. uh, to potential parents and potential students. Yeah. And what the, the space does, uh, in addition to giving us the state-of-the-art facility to work in, is it signals to those potential parents, because they have said it to me repeatedly, mm-hmm. that this is the support for the arts that the university provides. And yeah. it states, it really shows the priority that uh, the arts have uh, for, the, for ETSU and yeah. for the administration. And we're greatly appreciative of that. And that's important as well. That's but awesome. it's, it's, we can't overstate the importance of that space yeah. and that facility to us and to our program.
1: Well, that's wonderful. And, and I know you had the unique experience as a faculty member of helping to design that space. We Can you did. talk a little bit about that? Oh, that's
0: wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we feel very privileged. Again, thank you to the UTSU uh, leadership to allow us to have a seat at the table when the building was being planned. Yeah. Because that has made all the difference for us. Uh, and when again, when I give those tours to, to parents and students, uh, I talk about, you know, we had input in the way this is arranged, the way the scene shop is, the placement of the scene shop next to the performance space. We had input for that, mm-hmm. uh, and it was very important, and it makes it a very functional space. The fact that the end users had input there is is really uh, impressive, and, and we're thankful for that.
1: Well, I've had the wonderful pleasure of attending many performances in the Bach Theater with Dr. Bach in yes, attendance. Yes. So always thrilled to have you all. He's been such a wonderful supporter of the programs and of the arts. It's great for him to be able to see the facility. Yes. Sort of.
0: Such an enthusiastic yeah. uh, theater audience member. Mm-hmm. And he's very, very knowledgeable. Yeah. And I'm always impressed yeah. with
1: him. Me too. And appreciative of him. Can you share any insights on the role of theater in society and its potential impact on students' lives?
0: Well, you know, we've seen it uh, with with this COVID thing we've just been through, um, how critical the arts are Mm -hmm. um, for society and for our students. Um, The arts give us an opportunity to kind of make sense of what's happening around the world. All the arts do, not just theater, but all the arts that Mm -hmm. we have here on campus. And we have tremendous units that, that practice arts and teach arts here on campus. Yeah. And what the arts do is they provide a way for us to make sense of the world. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about the critical events that are happening currently and what we've just been through, the arts are essential are and our students enthusiastically um, go, mm-hmm. come to us and go to the arts yeah. and want to participate uh, because it's, it's necessary, it's needed. And, and, and as audience members, as art makers, but also as audience members, yeah, we really need the arts. And, and I'm, I'm thrilled that ETSU supports it.
1: What, what teaching methods or techniques do you find most effective in engaging students in the study of theater?
0: Well, it really is that hands-on thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the students really respond to it. Um, and again, what we do is such a collaborative, hands-on art form. Mm-hmm. And we are theater Particularly and, and dance as well, mm-hmm. um, we are a collaborative art form, and it's transient, meaning it, it what you see tonight. If we have a run of a show, yeah. tonight's performance will be very different than tomorrow's performance, even right. though we have plans that are hoping this be to be similar. But it, each one is, is transient and and in its own thing, mm-hmm. uh, and so. Um, I think that that hands-on experience that we provide students and, and the way we teach in a hands-on manner is essential yeah. for making them ready, making them ready to go out
1: into the world and make be theater makers on their own. So when we watch a show in the Bach Theater, students have designed all those sets, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Very and the costumes. And, yes. Yeah. We're...
0: We are student, uh, we always say that we're student-focused and student-driven and student-centered. Student yeah. yeah. But yeah, we, we have faculty mentors, but we um, everything that is done on stage and behind the scenes is really yeah. student-driven. That's
1: great. So there've certainly been changes in the way that people produce and consume art and entertainment in recent years. Has Has that sort of impacted the way that you determine which shows that you want to to bring here? Are you thinking about what that might mean for audiences, for our students who are presenting the shows?
0: Absolutely, and we have a um, actually a play reading committee that it, comprised of students as well as faculty and staff. Mm-hmm. And we read a lot of plays every year to, as we're making our decisions on what we're going to do for the net following year. Yeah, And we take a lot of things into account, like what's good for our students coming up, mm-hmm. uh, what, guess, what is doable in yeah. the Bach Theater, because we have to consider the space, mm-hmm. but also what do audiences want to see, What what is relevant to our times, because we want to be relevant. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of things we want to take into account. Yeah. It is a challenge because theater is it's time, a time-consuming process mm-hmm. to create a theatrical production. Uh, and I think that actually we, we see this in our students, that students uh, appreciate and are really kind of hungry for that kind of process because we live in a digital age, right? And so theater is really a, a little more, you know, if we're doing it right, mm-hmm. we're taking our time to put that together. Mm-hmm. And so that can be a challenge, but also I think that once people understand that they, they embrace it because I think we do have a hunger for that kind of experience. Mm, yeah, We're kind of missing that, I think. Yeah, we, we think about that very deeply. Are you able to share a preview of what's to come this upcoming year? Well, yes. Actually, yeah. the, the shows that are coming up, um, we usually... Actually, what we're doing um, that's different this year are mm-hmm. kind of a, a, a signal of growth for us. We have our, our new musical theater program, which started to fall of 2019, mm-hmm. headed by Dr. Brad Fugate. And, of course... It started just before the co- before the pandemic, and so mm-hmm. we we were a little bit slow out of the gate just because we initiated the program just before the pandi- pandemic. But now we are seeing it, which I knew it would grow, mm-hmm. starting to grow very quickly. Uh, and Dr. Fugate has done a wonderful job with that. And we're we in the past we did one musical a year now we're going this coming year we're going to do two musicals a musical in the fall and a musical in the spring wonderful and so uh we have two straight plays as are known or non-musical shows next year and then two mm-hmm. musicals and so in the fall we're doing uh these shining lives mm-hmm. uh which is a straight play about um it's also the story of radium girls some people may be familiar with that yeah um uh, young women based on a true story that um painted the clock faces mm-hmm. uh, using um, toxic materials, and yeah. it ended up causing them to lose their lives as a result or have uh, drastic problems with health. Yeah. And so that's the first story. And the second one is James and the Giant Peach, the musical. Oh, wonderful. Which is a theater for youth. <laughs> uh-huh. We try to maintain a theater for youth uh, presence yeah. on our stages. Uh, and we, we have a close relationship with the university school and they usually come over to see what we do, but we also invite other area schools to mm-hmm. come to see the show. And so that's for fall. Uh, and then in the spring we're doing, uh, Eurydice in the winter, uh, which is based on the Greek mythology. Yeah. Uh, and that will be directed by Dr. Ante Ursic, our new physical theater professor uh, and he has some very interesting things planned, including wire walking and maybe aerial silk. Is that use, right? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. How exciting. And yeah. then the final musical is Heather's, mm. which I think a lot of students are excited about doing. That's fantastic. And that will be directed by Melissa Schaefer. Wonderful. And Dr. Brad Fugate will be musical doing musical direction for both of our musicals. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah. But the, we did Little Shop of Horrors last spring, and it was very well received. Yes, so.
1: Fantastic. Oh, I'm really excited. Sounds like a great set of, of performances. Can you share an example of a particularly memorable or transformative teaching moment that you've had while at ETSU?
0: Maybe not a particular moment, mm-hmm. but um, I can talk about, I'd be happy to talk about. Um, as you said in the introduction, I had worked in professional theater before I came to ETSU. Mm-hmm. And when I first came, I was the costume designer for, in our department was in a unit in the department of communication mm-hmm. and now we're our standalone yeah. department as you as you stated but um and so i was um costume design professor and also uh, did as a, a theater teaching but i ran the costume shop and was the first time we actually had a, a producing costume shop on campus yeah and we see that as a learning laboratory mm-hmm. Uh, and th- at that time, it was located in Brooks Gym. And so that was every afternoon from 1 to 5, uh, I was overseeing that costume shop. And so I would come from doing professional costume shop supervision. Mm-hmm. And then I came t- onto campus and created a professionally modeled costume shop and-, and spent my afternoons overseeing that shop. And so we have all of our students that come through the program. And we currently have our shops in the Martin Center that mm-hmm. are run by wonderful people Uh, The costume director is Beth Skinner and the the technical director is uh, Zach Olson. Mm -hmm. And they they run it full time. But at the time with Melissa Schaefer, we were running shops side by side in Brooks. And so I I just spent my afternoon with the students and every student came through there. They were either work study or they were uh, laboratory students. Uh, or they were taking classes in other ways Mm -hmm. and so just that experience working hands-on with the students and utilizing the professional experience that I just come from was was very special time I'm certain that
1: stands out as it does yeah great memory as I noted in the introduction you had the opportunity to study under Darrell and Bud Frank while you were earning your undergraduate degree here can you tell us a little bit about that experience Bud and Darl
0: Frank, even though I call them Mr. and Mrs. Frank even now, Mm -hmm. I can't, I never call them by their first names, Uh Um, but but they had such an impact on every student that they had contact with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every student I've ever spoken to, uh, since I've become chair of the department, I sometimes talk to alumni who were here with them when I wasn't here at other times. Mm -hmm. Everyone has the same response when they talk about those two. Uh, Mrs. Frank, who I I call her Mrs. Frank, Mm -hmm. uh, they're no longer with us. Uh, Mm -hmm. They both have passed on. But um, I kept contact with her uh, all the way until she passed away just a few years ago. And Mr. Frank as well. Um, They were uh, just just. So interested in their students. We believe in the students uh, so greatly, and we have such uh, interest in our students currently. Mm -hmm. And they were great models for that, and they did that as well. They would open up their homes to students, their home to students. Um, They would... um, you know, actually took students in when they needed it, um, fed students when they need to be fed. Yeah. uh, And they were tremendous theater artisans themselves and were great role models for the theater. Mm. Uh, I couldn't have asked for better mentors.
1: What a great legacy for the department here. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I have to ask of all the performances that you have been a part of here, is there is there a favorite? Do you have one or a couple that stand out? It is so, <laughs> I, a, a lot
0: of times, I know our, my colleagues and I will talk about this, uh, it's a yeah. common kind of question that people will ask, sure. what is the favorite thing you've ever done? Yeah, And it's really hard, and we all kind of agree, it's hard to pick one because mm-hmm. as theater professionals, we see each one as a kind of a unique uh, entity in itself. Yes. Uh, I will definitely say that the one we just completed, A Little Shop of Horrors, mm-hmm. um, that was because of the success of it. Yeah. Uh, and the, every, every aspect of it seemed to work well. Yeah. Um, and also the audience response to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I,
1: I certainly would put that high on the list. That's great. So related to that, is there a, a play that you would like to do that you have on your planning or hope list that, that you hope that we get to that, that we haven't done yet? Uh, with time, yeah. Uh
0: we we would like to and it'll take some time when we're to when we're ready to do this. Uh we would love to do a large musical in the Grand Hall. Mm-hmm. You know, currently we're in the Bach Theater, which we love. We yeah. love working there. But if we could mount a larger musical in the Grand mm-hmm. Hall for the sake of our students, that would be yeah. wonderful. But that's going to take some time and planning, yeah. working with the Department of Music and others. Yeah, And we, with time, we're going to hopefully do that. That's
1: exciting. It's great. Finally, Karen, what impact do you hope that you have made on your students? When I think of contact with students
0: that I have here at ETSU, um, mm-hmm. what I'd love for them to take away mm-hmm. is and not just from, from myself, but from the whole department, is I, I want them to—we um, I, I, believe in them. We believe in our students, and I want them to understand that we do believe and value them. That's first and foremost. And we, we want, also want them to understand the arts and the value for the arts— And to go away from us, no matter what they end up doing in life, Mm -hmm. uh, to take that value of the arts and to take what they can do artistically into their lives in whatever way that means. Mm -hmm. uh, And just believe in themselves. So they take that belief that we have in them and personalize it and take it away and just believe in what they can do and the impact that they can have
1: on the future. It's great. Thank you, Karen. I have thoroughly enjoyed watching the creative work of you and the Department of Theater and Dance and all of your colleagues on stage at the Martin Center in the Bach Theater. And I appreciate your leadership and commitment to the students at ETSU. Thanks for listening to Why I Teach. For more information about Professor Brewster, the Department of Theater and Dance, or this podcast series, visit the ETSU Provost website at etsu.edu provost. You can follow me on Twitter at ETSU Provost, and if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to like and subscribe to Why I Teach wherever you listen to podcasts.